Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This. Well, we should testing. actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. The dream of the 90s is alive in Portland, Portland, Portland. So, David. What up, Tim? I have something important to tell you. Is it in Portland? Like Portland? All right, go on, Tim. What is it? Okay, so (laughs) I've made a radical, truly radical. Radical, dude. Radical life change. Unpre- un- un- like, un- amazing. <laughs> just looking at you. Wouldn't believe it. What, what, what's right. the radical life change, my friend? So, are you sitting down? I, I, what, I, have you maybe turned you blind? Should, maybe you should stand up and sit down. All right. Okay. Sit down. Sit down okay. before I tell you. Okay. Okay. Now, okay. That, now that you're seated, listen to this. <laughs> I don't shower in the morning anymore. I shower at night before I go to bed. And you know what's so strange? I don't shower in the night anymore. I shower in the morning now. No, you got to shower at night. It's Tim, so I've been much showering better. in the nighttime for since ever, forever, forever. I forever. could never do it because my hair it wouldn't work. My hair gets greasy overnight, right, right? And just I guess the consistency of it when it was when I had it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like when I sleep against the pillow, it right. like goes into a million different directions. It right. looks terrible in the morning. Right. But now you have short hair. So I hair. couldn't do it. Now I have like, you know, quarter inch hair. It doesn't matter. It looks the same in the morning. I remember. It's y- amazing. It's like I can – I don't have to – it's so unpleasant to shower in the morning. It's just a thing yeah. you have to do. Yeah. It takes up time. It takes up effort. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. I can just wake up, chill, calmly get dressed, and leave. I mean per, I would prefer to shower at night, but sometimes yeah. I just get so exhausted from working all day that I pass out around 9 or 10. Wow. And then I just wake up at like 5 o'clock in the morning because I need to go to work, and then I get a shower. So, so. It's a sad life. Oh, thanks, Tim. I appreciate <laughs> it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Timmy. Um, what do you call it? I would prefer... Honestly, if I had it my way, I'd take two showers. Real? No, not I would. Me. I would. I would not take a shower me. after I get back from work. Get the nah. just, just get you know the daily the, the, the a cleansing cycle. You know what I'm saying? I can see the theory. But and then at I'd in the morning it. time, it's a good refreshing. I, I'm I'm ready for the day. Let's rock and sock and robots. You know no, what I'm that's saying? Not, that's not my approach. I remember when you were adamantly you know against showering in the nighttime. You were like, I don't get it. I just that's don't get of it. My hair. I, when we lived together, you were like, I, I never understood why you shower at night. Tim. That was because of the hair. I like, couldn't. I couldn't fathom. You're like, I like to have a cold, cold, wet cold things going I, on. <laughs> I couldn't fathom the idea. Look at these guns! Are you are you flexing? Are you flexing on me? I think that's more most most. (laughs) What you got guns now? No, no, that's not true. Oh, but I mean, in a couple months, I'll I'll you know start pumping out the real iron. I've lost enough weight that I want to lose, and then this is a new shirt, by the way. Uh, A couple weeks ago. A couple weeks ago, where'd you get it? Uh, Burlington Coat Factory. They just made a new one in Philadelphia. Well, they moved the one. Okay, it's it was there. It's in in a new location. That's where I got this. It's nice. It's okay. Yeah, I just picked up a bunch of shirts. Just picking up a bunch of shirts, bro. Just, to ha- just you know, have just, shirts. Just, just some more fitting shirts for my new physique, man. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, in a couple months, I'm kind of excited to be able to like actively try to build muscle and start lifting more heavily. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm putting my foot down. I am starting my regiment uh, this week. Okay. This what's is... your What's your schedule? <sighs> I'm just going to start two days a week, okay. and then I'm going to start ramping that up. I only did to two about days four. a week. Last week, I just did Tuesday and Thursday. Preferably, I like to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. In He's, a perfect world. Now, at your gym, you got any, like, gym bros? No, no. No? Just, just, just get older, in there. older people? No, it's a, it's a range of ages. Anybody, like, that are really stacked and muscled up? 
Yeah, yeah, there's a couple around. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. They do. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, they do that. Ah, uh, those guys uh-huh. annoy me so. They're much. okay. I'm, I'm fine with it. So, like, they're, they're, <laughs> they slap my butt when they're saying good job, buddy. They're lifting. That's cool. You gotta grunt if you need to. Grunt it. Mm. It's not like that Planet Fitness place where it's like, oh, we're a accepting gym and we're made for you know fat people to <laughs> jog on a treadmill for 15 minutes <laughs> and not do anything. Oh Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Well, I'm happy that you're buying new shirts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's for... And and taking showers. Taking showers. It's like, great, great news. Now that I don't have any hair, I don't need to shower anymore. Yes. Yes, entirely. Yes, indeed. So, you know, David. Yes, I do know. I, I listen to the voice of the people. Yes, you do. And when... A demand rises among them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when they call up as in one voice. Yes. And the demand whole, to be heard. The whole Tim and Dave Show podcast audience. And demand audience. to be respected. Right. And when they say, I have needs too. And yes. my needs need to be met. <laughs> I heard it this week. Yeah? What did you hear from? And I heard the people telling me. Yes. With a clear united voice. Right. More air travel talk. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I heard oh it my God. clear. Oh, man. Just like the travel control. Loud and clear. L- loud and clear. Loud and clear. Over. So, something's going on with American Airlines. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, the NAACP. Yes. National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. Correct. They issued a warning <laughs> to black travelers to not travel with American Airlines because of their discriminatory practices. I mean, this has been a bad 12 months for, for the, airlines. For airlines. This is like... I mean, they're still always going to make money from you. So yeah, regardless. So it hasn't been that bad. So, uh, so did they explain as to what incidences were going on? I think it's on? just like a general um, trend of just black passengers being treated worse, hmm. like subjected to higher scrutiny. Right. I think there was some incident where like some racist traveler complained about like this black passenger or something yeah, yeah. and so the black passenger had to move oh my god instead of i mean something like that i i didn't honestly i didn't look into this story i read the headline right. which is the best way to consume news yeah just read the headline and don't, and don't look into <laughs> don't, don't look into what i read the headline so i also that's significant i also read that um there was two passengers one who was african-american and the other one was caucasian uh-huh. and they were a couple and they were both boarded to first class uh-huh. and that at the time of passenging um one of them was only able to go to first class they overbooked it so the other one had to go to the coach and i believe uh-huh. the african-american individual was the one that was told to go to coach okay that's 50 50 yeah you i know. can't really make a judgment on that yeah I, I just i just i just I, I believe that that's what was one of the complaints that's what yeah. i read at least couldn't they both go to coach i, feel I don't like know i think i think no matter what that situation like sucks. if you're traveling with someone and you both were traveling, like, the idea was you're traveling together and you're going to sit together. Right. And you had a first-class ticket, but one had to go to coach. Right. If that were me, I'd be like, okay, we should both go to coach. Sometimes they don't have that option because they don't have enough room in coach to do that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. that sucks. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not fond of the airlines. I think everyone knows that our podcast is pretty adamant about yeah. the crappiness of airlines. I didn't mind it when I went traveling this summer. Although, this year, if I go travel again, I just want to stay in one place. You want to stay? That's I don't what, want to hop around. I, I want to pick one place for, like, a week and a half is, just set, is Timmy set up shop. Is Timmy thinking about going abroad again? Uh-oh. Kind of am. This, I remember. If, if, ladies I know. And gentlemen, I know. You're he, right. Timmy was I like, remember. I don't think I want to do this for a very long time. I remember. So where where do you think you want to go? So I'm not totally sure. I'm leaning towards Rome, and here's why. Okay. 
Like I said. You like men in togas. Exactly. Like I said, I want to go somewhere. I can stay there a week, week and a half, not jumping around, not spending so much time in airports, Mm -hmm. not dealing with the stress of traveling while I'm traveling. Right, 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 right. So I'm thinking like, okay, I could have stayed two weeks in Paris and not been bored easily. Right. But if I were staying two weeks in Prague or Helsinki, I'd be bored. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So it has to be, you know, a sizable city, large with lots of stuff in it, right? Right, right, right. Which, so, what's there? There's Paris. I was there. I kind of wouldn't mind going again because, you know, like three quarters of my trip there wasn't that great, so I kind of want to do it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Rome and Paris is not far away from one another. You can take an easy train up there uh in two or three hours tops. No, not that short. Yeah, there are are thorough through trains that go... I would be absolutely shocked if it was two hours. We'll we'll look it up. I'm looking it up right now. All All right, right, go on. Let me look. So anyway, um, what was I saying? Now that I'm looking this up, you look it up on yeah. I okay. Am. So I'm thinking maybe Rome. The other idea would be London. That's a big place. Lots of stuff. London's going on. expensive though. Yeah, exactly. Honestly, I wouldn't, here's spend, the thing I wouldn't about, spend more than three days in London. Yeah, it's very expensive. So here's another thing about visiting England in general. I feel like I would have been interested in visiting it like decades ago. Right. But I'm not now. It just feels too like America yeah, now. Of course, Do you know what I mean? Of course, yeah. It feels too... It's too international of a place. Right, right. Like, it doesn't have its own character anymore, which is kind of like what America is. I mean, there, I would say this. England... Paris to Rome Yeah, train. T- Timmy, it's an hour. It takes an hour to get there. By car. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Oh, well, wait, 22 no. hours by car. One day by train. Wait, hold on. Hold, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold, hold your horses. You young know man. how far that is, honestly. Twelve hours. Okay, maybe I didn't know what I was talking about. The point is, like, you know that Rome's right here in Paris is like you, like you see that. Yeah, I see that Tim. Where did you think they were? I don't know. Maybe it takes an hour for a plane. Yeah, that's reasonable. Okay, very good. I oh my gosh, this is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm leaning towards Rome. Plus, I want to do the Mediterranean. You know me. Yeah, man. I'm the no, Mediterranean no. type of person. Are you, you lazy. <laughs> don't want to work. Just want to. You know, eat bread and cheese all day. And I don't blame you, man. Do anything I, that's else. one place I haven't been to yet is the, is the Mediterranean. Yeah. Um, so that's where I'm leaning, Rome. Dude, that's awesome. But we'll see. I mean, as the time approaches, we'll see how much money I have. We'll see. I mean, I'll be able to afford it if I was, like, dead set on it. Right, right. But we'll see if I want to. You know what I, I mean? I mean, take another summer gig. You never know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll probably do that again yeah, this year. that's what I'm saying. And I got 2500 from that, yeah. which pays for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea. I think just doing you and just freaking going to Paris or, or, or Italy or what have you is just, it's just, it's nice. Yeah. That's a cheap train ticket, though, 112 euros. Yeah, it's not bad, uh-huh. It's not bad at all. Mm-hmm. I'd do it just for the experience of going on a train for 14 hours. That does sound pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I'm about. But, but here's the thing. Is it just like a cedar train or is it like a sleeper train? Because you would probably need a sleeper train because I'm, you I'm hate... I'm sure there are sleeper trains. Because I think you, you hated that bus ride, too. Um, I hated it. I was cramped. Of course you were. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if you're going like to really... you. You're a small, small, frail person. Uh, I don't know about Very that. Very small. Friend, I don't know about especially that. Especially in... You know, especially the one. Thing. I got big hands, Timmy. Really? I got big. <laughs> as my presidents once said, I got big hands. What? Big hand? Are you what? My hands are bigger than oh, yours. Oh, whoa! Not not big. <laughs> He's like whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> I mon- stand corrected. Um, no, but uh, what do you call it? Yeah, you didn't like you didn't like that. No, that, I didn't that. enjoy. So that, I don't think huh? I don't think you'd be able to really appreciate 
this. Why don't you just take a ferry all the way around Spain and go to Paris? That'd be pretty sweet. I love ferries. Now that's re- that'd be real old school. Now I ferried from uh, uh, I think Rotterdam. No, no, no. I ferried, I ferried from the coast of the Netherlands hmm. to uh, the coast of England. That's cool. And then I ferried from the the west coast of England to the uh, east uh, coast of Ireland. Ireland. Yeah. Uh, that's a good way to travel. It was so much fun. This I went to I went I went to, when I went I went to, I took a plane uh-huh. obviously. Yeah. I took regular trains. Mm. I took the channel uh, which was from London into Paris. Uh-huh. And I took ferries. That's and all my passport is like littered with all these random like nice. different modes of transport. Uh, patient. Yeah, you tell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's cool dude. That's good stuff. Yeah. So did you hear about the word? Barack Obama. Bur- 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 oh, sorry. He's got jury duty. No, I did not hear about that, actually. So Obama was called for jury duty yep. in Chicago. Okay. He said he wants to serve. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. What's the thing? If So you know lawyers are involved in the process of jury selection, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And they can like put up a fight and make a legal argument that if they don't want a certain individual on a jury, mm-hmm. they can try, like the judge, you know, verifies who's the jury. Right. And he tries to make it fair to both sides. Right, right. So if for whatever reason in this case i'm right. a lawyer right. and for whatever reason i don't want obama on that jury mm-hmm. i think he's going to be bad for my client right i think it's a guarantee that any lawyer who makes the argument i don't want him on the jury gets him off because the very easy argument to make is no matter what if he's on the jury the other jurors we cannot ensure impartiality right. because either other jurors will agree with him just because he's him or will disagree with him just because he's him. Right. And there's no way we can ensure an impartial jury whose decisions are solely based on the facts of the case if Obama is in the room and his opinion is being heard. Tim, the president of the United States is never going on jury duty. I don't think yeah. there's even a precedent of having a president ever going on jury yeah. duty. Look mm-hmm. it up. Look it up. Has there ever been president's a pre- jury duty? I'm ha- going to look this has up. A president so you talk e- about something. Has a president talk. ever been... Issued uh, jury duty and actually served on it, so I, I don't. I really don't think so. Let's see. Let's see. Um, he says he plans to serve. We know that. Probably this Google search right now is going to be like Just too littered, heavily infl- littered, influenced yeah. by the forget news. It, forget it. Okay. Point is, I don't think he's serving. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so either. Have you ever served? You haven't served jury. No, I'd like to. Were you ever served? I don't think I've ever been summoned. Knocked on oh, wood. Man, I'd lo- no. I want to. I don't want to. It's a waste of time. I want to judge. I want to judge others. <laughs> I'd be big o, big o, big o, do 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 do. Okay, I find ye not guilty. Okay, I know that show, but I don't know the reference. It's it's the whole idea of Big O, the rope. Actually, you know what? Never mind. The point okay. is, <laughs> we're not getting into this on our podcast. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, I finished watching the se- uh, the the whole st- season one and season two of Humans. Okay. Um, which, if our podcast viewers remember, it was a uh, show regarding this idea of you know artificial intelligence, etc. Hmm. Season two. Hope everyone hears that. That th- this is our audience. They're honking about the Tim and Dave Show podcast. That that U haul is here. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? The um, what do you call it? The second season wasn't as good as the first, for sure. Okay, but um, but definitely was a good series. I think people. Sh- I recommend people to watch it. Um, some sad scenes. Some sad scenes. Sad. Sad scenes. Yeah. Sad some scenes. some heartfelt scenes that make me. Gregory dies. Who's Gregory? Gregory dies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Making up a character. So. Um, what do you call it? But I did watch the new season, the new episode of the Orville. Yeah, that was. It was interesting. It was like all not comedy. No, it was it, a total drama. Really, there was episode. like three jokes in that whole thing. Yeah, and, and like it was, 
the subject matter isn't new. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, the whole like up it's vote, a reha- down vote, yeah, it's a rehash. Merit- like a lot of things have treated, but it was good. as far as it goes, it treated it pretty well. Yeah, I liked it. It was, it was a good. Episode. It was a good episode. It was a really it didn't good. Didn't blow episode. me away. It was. It was fine. Um, I'm trying to think. What was the? I I think that the main African American actor. Well, I forget his name. Um, I don't know. Well, whoever that actor is, the, the 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 actual character. Are we thinking of his actor name or character character name? name yeah, the Orville. So he should have. Uh, I feel like they could have written his character a little uh-huh. bit more funny on the talk shows. Yeah, like yeah, that's. True. I kind of feel like that could have been done a lot better. Yeah, that was a misstep. I mean, they tried to make it funny. It just wasn't. Well, what's interesting though John, is the whole John Lamar. Oh, uh, Lamar. I thought it was Lamar. Yeah. I think. Um. And wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, 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 Lamar. He's a navigator. Um, he um, it's interesting because I think like the the whole premise of what him like getting in trouble was because he was grinding on a female statue. Yeah, uh-huh. I wonder if that's the reason why they want to give it a week after because it's been a week since they actually aired the last episode. I wonder. Nah, I don't think so. I doubt incident. it. I'd I be wonder. surprised. I wonder. I think that's reading into it too much. All right. Well, speaking of Hollywood, the Weinstein incident. Uh, yeah, he's quite a quite a quite a guy. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> knew what was happening. That's. I mean, there's zero chance that this wasn't entirely known by everyone. Well, that's the thing too. It's that. I think everyone knows that that industry is corrupt and disgusting, uh-huh. and I think a lot of industries are like that too, where yeah. quid pro quo type mm-hmm. qu- qu- kind of thing. Uh-huh. And you know, the question is, you know, the question was asked of me is, um, are is this the fault of the women? And uh, it's probably it, it, not. It comes down to this: what is fault? You uh-huh. know what I mean? Where some women, you know, do do. I'm not saying about the Weinstein incident, but just in general, do some women sometimes. Uh, you know, follow through with the with the advances of powerful men to be able to gain positions. Yeah, you know? sure. Uh-huh. And in that context, it is not necessarily a fault of the woman per se. It's it's a decision by the woman to do so. However, I think there is a fault within the man or whoever is in power to use their influence and money to coerce uh-huh. others to do sexual acts yeah. to be able to get certain positions. And I mean, if you hear the story, the stuff this guy was oh, into. Oh, God, it's salacious. I mean, he's just a pervert. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it's hard for me to get in the minds of a lot of these like famous people who do right. this stuff. Right, like, right. If you're that famous and rich, you shouldn't have a hard time getting laid. Right, right. So, on no matter how ugly you yeah, may be. Yeah, real. I mean, if you're that famous and yeah, rich, like yeah. billions of dollars, yeah. super influential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one on the one hand, there's probably a lot of them just get like some perverted kick out right, of it. Right, right, right. And on another hand, a lot of people probably get a kick out of exerting power. I think that's which is it's probably a power trip. It's a power trip. I've also heard about this guy because you know everyone's writing stuff about him. Right, right, right. Apparently, he's just an asshole all around. Yeah. And like a sort of, you know, very aggressive, bullying, domineering person. Hmm. And he treats men like that also. And he just treats everyone poorly. Right, right. And just likes exerting his influence over people. Right. That's some crazy stuff. And that's the case in general for a lot of highly successful people in business. Like traits of sociopathy are extremely overrepresented among top executives. And I mean, if you're in a competitive environment, the traits that that's going to select for by you know deciding who succeeds or not right. it's selecting for people with without much of a conscience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with people who are willing to abuse others for their own gains right. with people who are not bothered by right. exerting their power over others right. so that sort of business environment selects for those personality traits mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so 
the most popular take on this. Right, right. Like the academic-ish take right. is, oh, this is toxic masculinity. It's emblematic of male culture, blah, 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 which to some extent is important. Right. But just as much, if not more, I think it's emblematic of corporate culture. True. No, 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 no doubt about it. And I think, you know, I think it's a, it's a bitter shame that that's just exactly how that industry works. And it, there, there's no such thing as meritocracy. You know what I mean? No, like, no. Yeah. If it, and men like him being in power like that abuse others. And it's just the bourgeoisie taking, you know, advantage of the proletariat. They want to mm-hmm. screw our women. Uh-huh. And uh, that's just how they work. You know what I mean? And I think it's disgusting to hear that one of the actresses from The Sopranos actually was sexually assaulted yeah. oh, it's or Gloria, raped rather Gloria Trillo yep. right that was her name uh, from the um, from the her character name was that yeah, right Gloria she Trillo was, I think the, the actress's name was uh, Antebella Schiora? Schiora I think it was yeah, yeah. and um, Italian American actress same mm. story you know yeah crazy it, it, it's it, you know it's it's one thing if tony soprano is, is that pig on camera doing all the that, uh-huh. all, all the sexual things because yeah. we know he's a bad guy he's a mob uh-huh. boss but you know and when reality when we're seeing it with this freaking you know the bore of a person uh-huh. uh, <laughs> and all women all the women have the similar story in the sense that i was disgusted yeah. that, and we shouldn't laugh about it but god yeah. is this guy ugly uh-huh. uh, it's just a bitter shame really yeah uh, there was... I mean, now, now you're hearing these same revel- revelations right. coming out a bunch, ab- coming out about a bunch of other people. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I think it's a it's a it's a whirlwind. Of, yeah, uh... this just high success in business organizations selects for traits like this. I, I think so. I think so. Um, the did you hear about the president uh, Bush Senior? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He, he he was touching some girl booty. And that was like very recently, right? Yeah, they had this issue an apology. I mean, yeah, he he is he is ninety five years old or eighty five I mean, years old. Who knows what's going on with his brain? Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying yeah, there no, is something no, wrong. No, no, no. Why? But it's who just, knows? But I think the, the weird thing is like he says, you know what my favorite something is? What? It's, it's like some really weird, stupid old man pun. It's, <laughs> it's like cop a feel, and then she, oh and then, then the the women that were you know touched said that he would then proceed to grab her their buttocks. <laughs> and it's like really hmm. old man cringy stuff you know what i mean like and he said like yeah i did it my bad i apologize yeah well that's that's the bush family for you <laughs> speaking of selecting for traits of sociopathy <laughs> bush family yeah speaking of which <laughs> okay okay speaking of which speaking of which <laughs> the butter shortage the butter shortage oh no so tim as uh as our view uh, as our listeners may remember there was a topic about last week about how the, the shortage. netherlands no, the no new zealand, new zealand is, yes. uh, is under a potato chip uh famine now, uh the, 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 the whole land is was was is being is being ridden of the potato chip now france is now having a butter shortage yep where's it gonna end when is it going to end? It's not going to end. It's not going to end. This is climate change. This is climate you. change. You know, the butter, the potato chips, then what? So if you're traveling to... So if you're like a dual citizen, right. France and New Zealand, mm-hmm. and your favorite thing in the world is just to dip some potato chips in butter. God, that's what you're into. You're screwed. You're screwed, dude. You're totally screwed. Speaking of which, uh, I had an idea the other day. All right. right okay, go ahead. You I, go ahead. This is this really is, important. This is off topic, what I'm going to say. All right, go off topic. We'll, okay. go back to, we'll go back to the butter. All right. Restaurant idea. Oh, God. Bread restaurant. What, what is Serves that? bread. That sounds terrible. Just bread. Bread it's, uh, and it's called a bakery. No, that's, that's different. <laughs> they, no, I'm talking about like serving bread as a meal. 
Like you get your bread as an appetizer, <laughs> and that's like a lighter white bread. Yeah, okay. And like then there's an entree for bread. The, yeah, there and like for the entree, you have like you know darker, heavier bread mm-hmm. with butter and jams, whereas the appetizer is like a white bread, <laughs> maybe even a light sourdough bread. Okay. And you you only get like yeah. olive oil to dip. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. The butter's just yeah. <laughs> and the the butter. No butter. This is a French no, no, chain. It's not no, getting any butter. For, no, you get the butter for the main course. <laughs> What's dessert? Bread pudding. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) You thought this through. (laughs) I'm I'm sitting on a million bucks right now. (laughs) Oh, God. We're entrepreneurs. (laughs) (laughs) So I had to mention that. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. But go on to what you were going to say. I don't think I could top that. That was hilarious. (laughs) So apparently, it's not necessarily a butter shortage. It's just that oh. cheap butter is in shortage, and that the ex- oh, like the I store see. brand butter is, is mm-hmm. running out, and the expensive like name brand butter is is running in. They and is, is not is not shortage, but no one wants to spend a lot of money on butter. Yeah. Uh, they said there's two reasons for this. One is that. Uh, animal fat isn't as demonized as it used to be, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and that sugar is now the new demon. Uh, Which diets, is good. Yeah, more, yeah. sugar is terrible for I mean, for you. you know me. I eat my donut every day. Yeah. I had a good donut this oh morning. Oh, my God. Did she have it was a good actually donut called a cookie butter donut. Yeah? Is that what you called her? Yeah. <laughs> you cookie <laughs> butter donut. Cookie butter. Um, and also because China. China. Just China. Let's not China, 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 China. No, they're, China, they, China, they like China. pastries now or something. Ooh, interesting. And now that they're eating pastries... I they want me some Chinese pastries, they, they, I'll tell you they, what. You'll call, you'll call it Donut China. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the butter shortage in France, ladies and gentlemen. So just don't go to France if you want some nice fine butter. That's true. Don't go. Don't go to France. Speaking of France... Speaking of France? Military. What about the military? We should have a draft. No, I don't think so. Here's the thing. Because I was no, I was reading an article the other day, and yeah. its idea was we would we could not be in these long term, endless, totally pointless wars uh-huh. if we didn't have an all volunteer force. Okay. Because you you you've I haven't heard actually too much about this. Right. The main news story this week was that um Trump controversy with not Trump? with Niger, right? No, I don't remember that. The dead soldier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And tr- apparently in some phone call, Trump said to one of the um, that was mothers two weeks ago, but yeah, go on. something like, he knew what he signed up for, but it's still yeah, something, something, something like that. That wasn't his mother, it was, it was his wife. Okay, but. but here's the thing. That's true. Yeah. They know what they signed up for. Correct. You can't make that argument if they didn't sign up for it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And if people don't sign up for it, and your son's dying, mm-hmm. and not only is he dying, right. he didn't even decide on his own free will to go mm-hmm. you're like why the heck are we in niger why are we in afghanistan mm-hmm. whereas now it's like it's kind of like the people who are in the military right for one it feels like probably to them they don't feel like they should criticize it because they chose to go there right right and also for people who don't have family members in the military mm-hmm. It's like they don't feel an attachment to it. Right. So they're like, I guess I kind of wish we weren't in Afghanistan, but I don't really care. It doesn't right, affect right, me. Right, right, right. I feel like if you're a country and you're going to have a military mm-hmm. and the military is going to exert force for the so-called national interest right. and send people to die for the so-called national interest, right. then the entire population should bear the cost of it. I think we do in our own way. We no, bear we the don't. cost of paying taxes to no, be able to I, provide the sources. Count. 
the cost is life, is what you're saying. Yeah. And I think the cost is that's a high cost, but I don't think. And I feel like we should have mandatory military service. I don't think so. Just like it doesn't work after after high school. Go doesn't for work. A year it doesn't two. work. Lots of countries do it. Finland doesn't, does it. Doesn't Switzerland work. does it. Yeah, but the food. Who's, Israel does it. Well, Israel is the only one that I, I would think s- it's good. It's I think it would be an egalitarian sort of thing. Where after high school, now the rich people go to rich colleges, middle class people go to state schools, poor people go to work at McDonald's or whatever, right? <laughs> In the Instead of that, after high school, there's like a leveling experience where people of all races and social classes are mixed into the military service. Yes. They're given a task to do that's supposedly for the national good. Right. And they maybe have some tough times for a year or two in their young adulthood where they have to get up early and run and do physical stuff right, that they right. don't really want to do. But they're doing it because it's service to their country right. and it's for a larger good. I think it'd be good for society. Well, the bourgeoisie always find ways to get their well, sons out of it. So. Out well, of they it. do in all countries and it's just the way it is. I don't think that leveling will be there. Even in Israel. Even in Israel they do it. They say that they're they're going through some uh, – the the what's the word I'm looking for? The orthodox ones uh-huh. get yeah, out of military yeah, service. Uh-huh. The, the, the Korean uh, the Korean sons who are wealthy get out of military service because of some weird tale that they had when they were five years old but yeah, no longer yeah. – you know. <laughs> It's just, it's, just, it's just the same crap. And, you know, I get the whole idea that we all should bear the burden of uh-huh. X, Y, and Z. And I think we do bear that burden. And the um, thing is, but in, in different ways. if we had this, there wouldn't be as much of a burden. Because we'd be out of places we don't need to go to. We don't need to be in Afghanistan. Well, that's another story. I don't think, the, I don't think having a draft would accomplish that, to be honest with you. I think, there, I think okay, if we had an all-volunteer force, yeah. Vietnam would have gone on a lot longer. Probably. No doubt about that. Probably. I think we would have had a better shot at it. But then again, it's that after that war, we said this is not a good idea to force men in, uh, to go to war anymore. You know what I mean? What we should, no, what we said was, man, we really want to have our endless wars. A draft makes people not like that. So right. let's have an all-volunteer force, right. and let's make sure a big percentage of our population right. is so poor that they won't be able to afford college or anything without going to the military. Yeah, yeah. So then we have a captive oh, yeah. audience to join yeah. us. So then we can wage our long, pointless wars so that military contractors make And money. I think that's a definite, you know, logical explanation as to why the things and decisions were made. Uh, I know the military does provide some really good educational provi- provisions for individuals that go off and fight for the country. Um, I have nothing but respect for the military men and women in arms. Uh, but I, 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 I don't think solving the problem of having endless wars wars is to have a draft i think having more of an active populace to say that we don't want this which is i'm sorry probably will never happen no never and then happen and then also i think the whole aspect of this capitalistic you know, money-making scheme called university systems uh, should should be annulled. I agree. Get rid of universities. No, just get rid of the fact that they they charge. That'd be people a good to idea. Go. No university. To me, no. You need, I think it'd be pretty good. You need educated people. Period. Yeah, the point but is, no one gets educated at a university. Oh my god. So anyhow, uh, making that so that they're affordable and people don't have to go into thousands and thousands of dollars of debt just to be able to be getting into the middle class. You know what I mean? I just think I think that's. I think those are the bigger issues rather than saying that the draft itself is the solution. That's just my opinion on the matter. So, yeah, no, to me, my answer is I happen. don't want the draft. We have, we're going to have we're, at, we're almost out of drafting age, I think. I think it's 20. I think we're past it. I think it's like 25. I'll look, Double check. I'll look it up. Double check. Draft age. And actually, both you and I would never be drafted, though, because I am my father's only yeah, son. Yeah, 18 to 25. We're, we're past woo, woo, No drafting. We're, we're as old as can be. Um, Over the hill. What do you call it? But also, wait, that was, however, the. Conscription remains in place. All male 
you have to be registered if you're 18 to 25. We don't even have to be registered anymore. Yeah, no, we got we're registered. Totally well, I don't know if you were there when you got registered. You had to have signed something in high school to say that you were part of the I draft. did it online at one point. Okay. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. We, we wouldn't have been drafted, though, because you're your mother's only son. Only sons. And, and I'm my father's only son. So. Nice. And that's, then that law Freaking. came into effect after World War II. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so no matter what, we would not have been drafted. Yes. So, whoop de la. Because sons are important. Because sons are important. Now, daughters, <laughs> on the other hand, that, does, that doesn't. It's the. It's it's just no, no. I mean, they're they're okay, I guess, but sons. That's where it's at. Uh, well, here's a question too. If how they uh, had their uh, women in like active combat positions, uh-huh. would then uh, they be under the draft as well? Though, would you put women under the draft? No, I wouldn't have women in active combat positions. Well, there you go. <laughs> Why is that? Because you shouldn't. Why? Physical abilities differ. I don't know. Didn't they get that one woman who was in there? Yeah, the one. Okay, <laughs> we can have the one. Sure. Oh, I don't know. Speaking of supporting legislation, uh huh. The majority of Republicans uh, now support the legalization of marijuana. Yeah, it's interesting. Go for it's, it. Why not? It's funny how we told the whole world, no, weed is bad, and we won't trade with you if you have weed in your country. Mm. And now we're all like, yeah, we don't give a crap about weed, whatever. Yeah. And then other countries are like, yo, you just said we couldn't have weed. Now you guys are going to have the weed industry up and up, and then we're going to have to follow behind you just because now you say it's okay. You know what I mean? You know what stinks, David? Skunk weed. If everyone <laughs> were like me and you. Why? Just No, no. I'm saying I'm giving a hypothetical. I smell great. If everyone were like me and you. Yeah. Just about everything could be legal. You know what I mean? Why is that? Like, the reason things have to be illegal is to protect society from the impulses of the irresponsible or the malicious or the stupid. Um, I guess, yeah. Whereas if everyone were like me and you, you know, a reasonable group, a very reasonable group of people right. can function without that many laws. You know well, what if I mean? everybody was like me and you and our listeners. Because listen... If, and our listeners. And our listeners. Here's the thing. Because, of course, if you listen to the Tim and Dave Show podcast, you are like, of the upper echelon. Most places in the country, yeah. you can't like go around public drinking beer out of a bottle, right? Correct, yes. Because if it were legal, too many people who can't control themselves while doing so would do it. Right. And they'd make a spectacle, and they'd get drunk in public, <laughs> and while drunk... They'd, you know, Do the be harassing with people hey, or be violent or something. But me and you, we could walk around drinking a beer outside and not derange society. Hey, Macarena. You see what I mean, right? Yeah. So it's too bad <laughs> that the. I don't know the lyrics of that song at all. No, you, you, you sang them. The, but, but, it's a macarena. Yeah, but but then was what's that? What's that? But bum, but bum, but bum, macarena. But the bum, but bum, but bum. Macarena lyrics. We're really working this Google today. No, I get it. It's interesting. I like to take more of a um, of a Freudian perspective about why laws are in place. The idea when is... when I dance, they call me Macarena, <laughs> and the boys they say Quesoy Buena. They all want, they all want me. They can't have me. So they all come and dance beside me, move with me, chant with me, and if you're good, I'll take you home with me. So these are the lyrics. All right. Dali a tu cuerpa alegría macarina, que tu cuerpa es para darle al guerra, why cosa buena? Dali a tu cuerpa alegría, yeah, that's it. Alegría macarina, eh, macarina. Don't you worry about my boyfriend. 
He's a boy whose name is Victorino. I don't think we Victorino. could legally say the whole song, Tim. I think there's a copyright. I don't think that's true. I don't. Th- that's. I think it's a copyright. You've sang a lot of things on this show, not, but David. I've sang excerpts, not the whole thing. I'm ex. I'm. I'm excerpting. You're excerpting. I'm excerpting. Anyways, I like to take. Um, <laughs> thanks, Timmy, for that. Okay. I think that was Timmy's first song he ever sang on true. the Tim Day <laughs> Show podcast. The first time I've ever sang. Period. <laughs> what a sad man. Um, no, but I. I, th- I like to take. Um, Freudian's perspective about what society is and why we have social contract systems. And the idea is that a human's natural instinct is aggression, hmm. and by which then we need to make sure that to live in a copacetic environment where we're not afraid that someone's going to murder us at night, we have to take away our freedoms because we are inherently aggressive people. And people have to then quell that animalistic nature that I have, which is aggression. And because of this, a lot of times we have to then follow rules that we don't want to and we have to then have the higher order thinking skills to say I'm doing this for the betterment of myself and the betterment of a society and if you choose not to be part of a society and you live in complete freedom then you lose security and the ability to possibly prosper and yeah. live longer so but plenty of people would be perfectly reasonable under complete freedom I don't know and my point I don't is know I don't think human history has shown the that freedom as a fact, the to freedom be yeah because there's been too many people who are not capable the freedom of the good is restrained by the impulses of the bad. I know you've written very very well you know uh keen to platonic philosophy about philosopher kings i mm. understand that's i know because i know you i've known you long enough i know that's uh-huh. where this is coming from yeah. you know what i mean uh-huh. the whole idea of the elite smart yes. intellects yes. controlling like yes, the, the, like. the demagogues i like know, not demagogues oligarchies i like you want the oligarchical government system where you have like a council of smart people mm. but you know that just gets as much as corrupt as anything else you know Representative democracy, I think, is the best route we got going because at least pe- men die. It's just because you watched that Orville episode and now they brainwash you. <laughs> no, I think we should have up and down votes. If you get a million down votes on your yeah, your, man. your street cred, you should be like you know executed or something. Yeah, good, good so, stuff. But yeah, Republicans want weed. Go figure. It's going to make a lot of money. So yeah, there you have it. That's good for me. It's good all for you. All that weed, man. All that weed. Oh, oh yes. David, a random thought popped in my head just now. Oh, dear God. Were you ever traumatized in your youth by a movie? Oh, oh I thought this was going to be a completely different conversation. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David, after reading the Macarena, something popped into my head one Will time. Will you marry I went to... <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I, um, funny you should ask. This was, this was brought up, actually, um, to me uh, to this week. And then one of the topics was, like, you know, back in the day, my father used to uh, rent old school world war ii movies from hmm. hollywood video or, or blockbuster uh-huh. when they I existed. remember that hollywood video yeah man place. yeah that place was sweet. i think it's a dentist now or something yeah. and, or, or, or or cell phone it's a store. sad world it's probably yeah, a freaking Fe- cell phone store yeah, it is no in phoenixville it's the one right next to mcdonald's yeah. the one that used to be there uh that's when that's that's where i rented princess mononoke mm. we, we it was a cool that was a cool thing yeah. I, I, that's an experience you don't a couple see times anymore. we walked by there rented some like japanese stuff yeah whatever. man yeah man it was good times. Yeah. Um, so my father used to go to rent old World War II movies and watch them with me when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about D-Day. We're talking about the Battle of the Bulge. Or the Bulge <laughs> or the Gulge? Bulge. Bulge, right. Bulge. That doesn't sound right, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. My father... It was you, about a measuring my, contest. My, 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 my father and I would watch the Battle of the Bulge. <laughs> uh and uh, things like that, and one of the uh, one of the films too, he also had me watch was the the um, the uh, the Battle of Guadalcanal. Uh, Guadalcanal, yeah, yeah that yeah. was actually a really interesting film because um, 
I, for the longest time in my youth, thought that the Japanese were the ones that we were fighting on that island. Mm-hmm. But it turns out when I studied in Japan and I was taking Japanese history classes, yeah. um, one of the professors, you know, kudos to her, because the Japanese and the Koreans aren't very fond of one another given the past historical contexts of yeah. the, col- uh-huh. col- col- the colonialization of, uh, of Korea by the Japanese, uh, that the K- Koreans still in Japan are considered like second class citizens. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she took us to a Korean heritage site or a Korean heritage museum in Tokyo, which is regularly vandalized actually because of the huh, racism. Interesting. In, in, yeah, in Tokyo, of all places, one wow. of the most metropolitan areas in the world, you mm-hmm. know, very. First class, I mean, first world country, etc. Um, highly educated, etc. And they still have vandalism on Korean museums. But in that museum, I was reading through the things of the exhibits, etc. And one of was about the Battle of Guadalcanal. And it turns out that many of the soldiers that were fighting against the United States during that time were conscripted Korean soldiers that were forced into the military huh. of the Japanese. I was not aware of that one. Yeah. And many of the deaths that were caused by many of those islands were through the conscription of these men. So not only did they, you know, the Japanese take the comfort women from Korea uh, and abuse them, they also took the men that they were married to or brothers of or uncles of or nephews of and made them fight the war or they would kill their family at the in, in, in Korea. So it's just interesting perspective to see that that was... You know, when you're a kid, you don't realize that. And I, and I guarantee you most Americans won't either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just because we don't learn about that. Um, yeah. But as I got older, it just, it, just, it just amazes me. It just goes to show you that no matter how old you are, you can always learn something new. And it gives you a different perspective of the world. And I think really that's where a large part of where I get my a lot of my empathy or my empathetic nature from is just like, you know, I could be completely wrong about something and I want to hear what other person has to say about it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where, where are you coming from? Where I want to walk in your shoes for a moment. And I, see hear that. You, man. I hear you, <laughs> man. Republicans <Yeah. laughs> legalizing some weed. Anyways. So one of the films my father rented uh-huh. was, um, was, uh, the planet of the apes. Oh, and that yeah. movie, the original one, and uh-huh. that movie traumatized the crap out of me. The whole premise behind the music was scary, uh-huh. talking monkeys, <laughs> and in the end, damn you, damn you all the hell, you blew it up, you stinking apes. It's yeah. <laughs> so awesome. And he was referring to uh, to humans, of course. Yeah. Um, and then another one that scared the crap out of me was 2001 Space Odyssey. I never saw that. Dun, 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 dun. And it was just a stupid, like, freaking, God, I don't know. It was a triangle of, of granite that all the monkeys were going crazy over. Yeah, and that was the uh-huh. precipice of all the evolution that goes forward. Sounds about right. Daisy, Daisy. I'm not give sure. Me your hands are true. That was, the, that was Davy. That, uh, no, that was the, the computer dying. Uh-huh. That's what he, she was, he was singing. Yeah. Um, I never saw it. So what about you? What, what movies traumatized you as a child? None. I really can't think of any. You never watched a movie that was like, oh, that's spooky. Not really. What about Jaws? No. No. <laughs> okay, Jaws. <laughs> no, never. I'm trying to forget. <laughs> you never had. You never were spooked as a kid from a movie. I'm sure I was not from. I can't think of any occasion. No, not really. Man, this guy's got some. I got that iron. Got that iron, iron will. Uh, nerves iron of will. Steel. Nerves of steel. I've nerves got balls of steel. steel. <laughs> 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 it's time to kick ass and shoot bubble gum, and I'm all out of gum. <laughs> Duke Nukem references. Yeah, it was a good. So you never had a video. movie at all. No. What about a video game? No. What about a book? No, it scared me when I was young. Clowns. No. <laughs> You know, so back when we were young, shows like America's Most Wanted were really popular. Yes. You know what really creeped me out? What? The sketches of the suspects. <laughs> 
Just the, you know what I mean? The ways they looked? Yeah, they were. No, I don't need to see them okay, to me. But you, that, like, whenever I saw that, I'd be like, oh, that's freaking creepy. Remember that one, like, YouTube meme that was going around about how someone, how a, a community saw a leprechaun? Yo, that is so awesome. <laughs> and then, and then they had a police sketch <laughs> of the leprechaun. That was totally like, it was part of a real news broadcast. <laughs> But that was all a put on by the local people. That was but hilarious. That, that, that was hilarious. I'm gonna stay here until I get some gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez, that was some good stuff. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for I being able to gold. share this gold. I want the gold. All the gold. Give me the gold. Give me the gold. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Halloween. Halloween. I'm not doing anything of you. Nah. Okay. We're cool. old. We're old now. Nice, nice. We are old. I would I don't know what I would dress up as if I had the chance to dress up again. Yeah. I don't know. What would you dress up as? I don't know. I don't know. I'm Timmy. You said you don't know first. Did you? Did, for all the Halloween parties, did you ever dress up for the Halloween parties I invited you to? No. Uh-uh. You're terrible. Sorry. Wait, I thought you did for that last year. What did you dress up as? I thought you... No. I just wore my... I just wore what I wore to work. You're a teacher. That's what it was. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> nope, I didn't... Not a dress up sort of character. You're you're but you are a character. That's true. You are a character. I guess you're right. Well, Tim, thank you for so much for coming over today and having a good discussion about the latest and greatest that's going on in the world and singing the Macarena. Uh, next week, Timmy will give me my present for my birthday Ooh, because true. he didn't buy it, ladies and gentlemen. He Believe promised me, it's gonna be an occasion to be present for and uh and uh yes i would hope that we can at least share that wonderful moment of experiences with oh, rupee car with rupee car yes so <laughs> i would love to be able to just recite poetry with you timmy that's uh-huh. the way i want that's to. what we're gonna do and um but th- ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for listening today at our timmy dave show podcast we appreciate all that you do for us i know mm. that it's been a crazy crazy crazy, uh, work crazy. schedule i know we're hearing some viewers we've got some people even abroad and overseas right now but yeah. i want to say thank you all from the bottom of our hearts hopefully for sticking with us Airlines. no hopefully not hopefully not uh I, but thank you so much for all your support that you give us uh if you would love to please donate to us at the patreon account it's the tim and dave show podcast at patreon.com uh <laughs> Excuse me. We also have uh, a Facebook account. Please like and follow. We have a new clip about our latest episode every week to show you a little bit of a snippet preview. If you could just share the clip or put it on someone's Facebook, we would highly, 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 highly appreciate it. Yes. Uh, you can also catch us on the iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and FM Play. Please just subscribe so that every week, every time we get a new episode up, you can boop, pop it up on there. You can listen to up. your, you can listen to your car ride home mm-hmm. when you're doing the, them hardcore bro workouts. Right, man. You know, if you're, uh, you know, trying to legalize uh, weed like every Republican is nowadays, you know, you can be listening to the Tim and Dave Show podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, if you have any comments, suggestions, or you know, some good love to send back to us, send a comment our way through our uh, Facebook account. We love to hear some more of the comments from you guys uh a lot of the times the, the topics that we even bring up are from suggestions from our local viewers yes indeed. or excuse me listeners so mm-hmm. please by all means get in contact with us and we'd love to share anything that you have to us to share this is tim and this is dave this is tim and dave thank you all for listening i hope you have a great rest of the week I remember dancing to that in middle school no elementary school now that yeah. i'm looking at the yeah, lyrics now that i'm looking at the lyrics it's kind of yeah. Kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 90s.